before we get started, I want to try something with you all. My goal is to get Founders Journal to 500 reviews on the Apple Podcast app by the end of the week. We are so incredibly close, and I want to explain to you why this is important. It's not just about getting reviews and me feeling good about myself. It's actually all about getting this show in front of more ears. The number one way that people can discover a podcast better on Apple is through review numbers and review velocity. So we can increase the number of reviews. We give ourselves an incredible chance of thousands of more people finding out about Founders Journal and becoming listeners. That is why this is such an important goal. If we get there, I'm going to host a Zoom happy hour for all of my listeners. It'll be a great way for the Founders Journal community to meet and for you to be able to meet me, ask me any questions you have about the show, entrepreneurship, career, etc. So now or after the show, head to the Apple Podcast app and give Founders Journal a review. Now, on to the show. What's up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and executive chairman of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founders Journal, my personal audio diary where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. Today's episode is about spending money, or should I say not spending money, and why that can be a really, really bad thing. Let's hop into it. So typically, when you hear about businesses making dumb decisions with money, you immediately think they must be frivolously spending and throwing money at stupid shit. You think about a startup raising a ton of money and blowing through it in a matter of months when it should have taken years. You think about WeWork spending tons of money launching other lines of businesses that weren't core to their co-working product. You think about someone like Dan Bilzerian who raised tens of millions of dollars from investors and used it to pay for parties that were supposedly marketing for his products. But what we fail to think about is irresponsible frugality in business. And I can tell you from experience that irresponsible frugality is just as harmful as reckless spending. A business is a living, breathing organism. And just like a person, it needs proper resources and nutrients to grow healthily. In life, those resources are food and information. That's what we put in our body. In business, those resources are people, process, product, and money. And that money piece took a long time for my co-founder Austin and I to learn at Morning Brew. We started our business really young, I was 21, he was 19. We raised very little money, $750,000. And in the early days, we didn't have money at all. And I'd say we just generally had a low risk tolerance when we were starting our business. What that meant was our default setting was to save versus spend. And early on, it made sense. In the early innings of the business, when we weren't making money and we hadn't yet raised our money, being frugal was mission critical. It was save and keep the lights on or spend and die. But as the company evolved and we raised $750,000 from investors and the business became profitable through advertising revenue, there was a lag in our business behavior. We had the capacity to spend, but our brains didn't have the mentality to spend. We didn't immediately realize the harm that cash hoarding could do in business. It showed in all parts of our business, but nowhere as pronounced as in our people. Nothing is more important than attracting and retaining all-star employees in business, and allocating money to people is one great way to do that. Obviously, you know the clearest way to direct a business's money to its people is to simply pay people more, whether it's at or above market rate. But where I think we hurt ourselves because of our frugality was actually not hiring people fast enough. Part of it was due to a lack of planning. 
because in the early days of startup, you're generally not good as good at planning as you are as the business evolves. But as our business began growing and throwing off a fair bit of money, our default continued to be grow the bank account rather than grow the team. And in more than one instance, it led to burnout. Think about this for a sec. There was a time not too long ago when Morning Brew only had one writer per newsletter, which in retrospect is crazy to think about. While it takes five minutes for people to read newsletters, it takes hours of research, writing, editing, and focus to put together something that we're proud of and that makes readers want to come back. For example, our daily newsletter at the time in our company's history that I'm talking about, it was sent six days per week and around 2,000 words per newsletter. With just one writer, a single person would literally have to write and edit a newsletter themselves 12 hours a day, six days per week. And if they wanted to take a vacation, they simply couldn't or the newsletter wouldn't go out. As I'm saying this, I'm reflecting on just how insane this is and how irresponsible it was. Very early on in, let's call it the first year of business, perhaps it made sense if we literally couldn't afford it or if we were waiting for one of our newsletter products to prove their value before investing more in them. But there absolutely was a period of time in which we had the means to hire more, but didn't do it out of fear of doing anything other than saving. We could have hired earlier and more frequently to alleviate pressure for employees, and all it would have taken is a mindset of fueling the business versus depriving the business. We just didn't have the capacity to think that way as young entrepreneurs. But to avoid this type of mistake moving forward, I've created a mental model for investing in the business and our people in general, for Morning Brew and any other business. I call it the 80% rule. The rule goes as follows. A business in equilibrium should have enough resources committed such that all employees are operating at 80% of capacity on average. If the answer is higher than 80%, it requires a closer look. So the first question I'd ask myself once I take a closer look, if people are operating at higher than 80%, I'd ask myself, are there operational efficiencies that are possible to alleviate the pressure on the employee? Like, are they doing something manually that could be done through technology or software? If the answer is no, then I'd think about how can more resources probably in the form of money, be invested into more people to alleviate that pressure. And just remember to think about this. If employees are operating at 95%, it is just not sustainable. What's going to happen is your desire to save money will ironically end up costing you more in the long term. Either an employee will require a raise to compensate them for working in an unsustainable way, or you'll end up losing the employee which will cost your business dearly in the long term when your quality of talent falls and your business becomes known for burnout culture. So I hope at this point I've convinced you why oversaving is just as detrimental as overspending in business. If you have any questions about this topic, you have ideas for future episodes of Founders Journal, or you just simply want to say what's up, shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. I will 100% respond to you. It may just take a few days. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you next episode. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. 
It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.